Bluff City NIL is an official partner of Coaching for Literacy, a nonprofit organization using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. You can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your donations to Bluff City NIL are 100% tax deductible because of the partnership together. So we thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student athletes and helping promote the monumental cause of childhood literacy. TJ, what is this? Episode 23, back for another one. 23, my man. How crazy is that? Hey, not as exciting. I I thought we were going to have a real exciting episode this week, given some things that were, I thought, happening, but not a whole lot of exciting news <sighs> this week so far, other than this Memphis Natch lager we're sipping on tonight. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. It's always good when we get a pint, you know? A pint. Yeah, man. It's just different. Love a good pint. Goes better with the length of the episodes, typically. Those 12 ounces, they just don't, they don't last for how long you and I just talk sometimes. Sometimes we don't even plan to talk that long. It just happens. Mm. Uh, I don't, did you read the story about this Memphis Natch on the can, by the way? I didn't know it existed. No, I did not. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it at the end. It's a very, hang around for the end of the episode. You'll uh, find out more about Natch, the bear who's on the can and how uh, Natch helped start the Memphis Zoo, which is now. Actually, dude, I know that story. Do you? I hadn't, I did not know it until I read this can. Well, if you are a Grizzly season ticket holder, Uh, they have Natch on a lot of the home games so you know who natch is and if you don't you've looked up natch Natch and grizz is like natch's grandson or something i'm sure they've altered that storyline 15 times i'm not sure makes sense so i've actually looked up who natch was so i'm with you now all right teej we were out at uh simmons bank friday night the weather cleared up a little bit it was a little nippy though to be honest with you it was Um, very nippy Probably one of the smaller spring game crowds we've had, at least in, I would say, the last couple of years. And I think a lot of that is because it was just, it was a nasty Friday. Yeah. People weren't going to get out there. And even though it had stopped raining, it was still, it was wet. The seats were wet, chilly. Uh, but it turned out to be a pretty decent night for football. I will say, you told us last week about the, uh, the team splitting up evenly and not doing the ones versus the ones and two, which is kind of how we typically had seen it more situational stuff, but you get to see and get a feel for uh, the two deep. I would say you didn't get a feel for that on Friday. And I thought initially I was going to like the format because it was going to feel like a real football game. And I'm going to be honest, one, a big fan mm-hmm. It was real difficult to tell anything because you got dudes playing against or playing next to one another for the offensive line, the defensive line, yeah. uh, QB running back, like that just haven't gotten a lot of reps together. And I think it definitely showed. I mean, especially in the trenches. I think the offensive line is probably a spot that is going to struggle the most when you've got a guy to your right and left that you probably haven't uh, lined up with sure. very much. So, um, I thought that I was going to like it, and I'll just just being straight up. 
it wouldn't I don't think it's the best format. I would have preferred the uh ones versus ones, twos versus twos, maybe mix a guy in here and there, but uh it was still good to see some live live action football. Live action. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. And and a lot of that comes from especially with the offensive line. You you didn't get to see five consistent guys line up together. Um there were a couple of guys that you kind of project to be starters that played on the same team, but then you also had what are probably these maybe second string or third string people playing with them. And so you just saw some, I don't know, just some, some weird lineups. I think Ryan yeah. said six different guys snapped the ball and that's never going to be, the, hopefully that is never the case. If you ever have six in yeah. a real game, <laughs> you got real problems. Um, I mean, no, I'm I will totally say with you, though. It, it was nice to see some guys that perhaps you probably wouldn't have seen until like way later. I, I kind of like seeing some of the second string guys work in with some of the ones just so you can kind of see um, perhaps like a, a Jalen Joyner, a guy who is, is an inbound transfer. He's not likely to start over a Comante or um, a Derek Hunter, maybe. I, I'm not really sure who's going to be that other end position, but it's nice to see him get out there because you've never seen him at all, unless you're just yeah. out there watching FAU tape for some odd reason. So sure that I like. No, that yeah, I it's, it's definitely, it's good in that aspect to see some guys in live action that you hadn't necessarily gotten to see yet. Um, but two, there were a lot of guys I was wanting to see that, that weren't mm-hmm. out there for different reasons. Blake Watson, Toski Dove, yeah. uh, Derek Hunter. He just mentioned there. I mean, there were several guys, um, who didn't suit up on Friday. Um, and that's kind of what I was most excited about was seeing some of them sure. in, in a more scrimmage game, like situation, just to kind of see what they bring. Um, I will say, I guess probably the highlight there, there was maybe two, uh, but Demir Plankomsky, yep. a 75 yard tutty, uh, just a deep ball from Tevin broke away from, I don't who was, who was defending him on that play. I want to say DJ kind of, Bell. Yeah, he kind of slipped. It wasn't necessarily yeah. like a a true like burn sure. him in the dust, but a good ball from Tevin, um, and a long seventy five yard tutty. But you and we saw it sitting with our buddy Jonathan and Scott. Like Feaster was on the other side of the field. Dude's got wheels. Yeah, because Demir is run. Demir is fast. And granted, he was slowing down a little bit as he approached the end zone. You could tell he was gaining, but Feaster was coming from the opposite yeah. opposite side of the field and was uh, making up some ground. So it was exciting. That, another guy. That's a guy. You know, we were we got to see in in some action. So it was good to see uh, Feaster out there making some plays. He had a, a tackle at the line of scrimmage. Some good stuff that you'd like to see that we maybe struggled with open field tackling. Feaster had a good yeah. open field tackle and a a short kind of swing pass out to the flat. So um, I mean, it, it wasn't as much as I would have preferred the older format, there were some good things that you got to see out of it. Um, You know, Tevin got a lot of reps. We mentioned the 75 yard touchdown. That was probably the extent of uh, the, the peak of his night uh, through a couple of picks after that. I think he, he had two, right. And then West threw one. Um, But I will say this, Tevin throws a damn beautiful ball, even when it's picked off. I mean, those were, his two picks were two. I mean, they may be bar none to the two prettiest picks I've ever seen in my life. I sure. mean, just the ball in the air, 
just the kid slings it. I mean, it was to the wrong team, but it was a beautiful ball, both of them. Yeah, and I will say I was kind of hard on Tevin during it because it was throwaway. It was interception. It was just one thing after another. But I kind of yeah. have to remind myself because of this weird format, he is not playing with guys he is familiar with. He doesn't right. have timing He's with. Got the, yeah, the offensive line, guys in. Exactly. Like, exactly. So it's There's again, a lot of it, kind of set up for him. It's hard to really come away with anything out of that. I mean, you know, if you read some of the other articles and things, listen to anybody, you know, everybody's going to say it was the defense shined, right? They had three picks. It's low scoring, 13 to 10. The blue team won. Um, there was a, a goal line stand in there early on, uh, yeah. which was cool to see. But, I mean, even Ryan talked about it. Like, at this point in time in the spring, that's kind of what you're hoping for is that the defense probably looks a little bit better, right? It's going to take maybe some of those pieces offensively to – kind of gel over the the summer get some of that timing down get the reps under them themselves it's a little easier to to look a more polished i guess you could say defensively at this point in time um and i don't know that we've really i i guess that could be a takeaway of i don't know excitement or positivity from uh friday is the defense did look good yeah. granted i mean even given like the mixture of people on, on both sides of the, you know, but both the blue and the gray, like you didn't have your one defense out there, but the people that were out there kind of combined ones, twos and threes together, like the defense was looking pretty stout. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I think that's actually kind of, um, that was kind of a highlight, right? This is a defense. The first time we're seeing it without Quindell, um, there was no Zay Collins. There was no Tyler Murray. There was no um, – who else has gone from last year? Savante Oliver is gone. Um, I mean, so you're just talking about a lot of guys that played a lot of snaps for you the last year, and for the defense to come out and look good, you're kind of like, okay, well, maybe maybe we're not missing all of the pieces that we maybe thought we had last year. Obviously, it hurts to lose some of those. Q, obviously, um, likely an NFL draft pick. But um, I don't know. Maybe with, with Jeff Canton, Arku, um, Jalen Allen. I'm trying to think of who else kind of anchors the D-line. Hamilton. Yeah, uh, Ruben will be back. Yeah, Ro- uh, Ross will be back. So I, maybe we have something to look forward to from the defensive side. So I'm in yeah. for it. And a couple of guys that you know we've seen a little bit from, but, I mean, Harold Nash the yep. other night. He had two picks himself, right? And you have two or three. Yep. And he's played um, before too. He kind of gets. Yeah, it's just not somebody that's like a. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not saying his name every Saturday, right? He's gotten some action, <laughs> sure. um, but definitely stood out uh, on Friday. Another another dude, uh, at least that I I noticed from the gray side, there was a, I think, probably one full possession where. Um, uh, Hank Pearson is that his name. <laughs> Yeah, 66 from Germantown or Houston. Yeah, dude was getting in. He and uh, Kimbrough, Marante Kimbrough, were eating in the backfield in the second half. Uh, yeah. On Friday. I mean, I think there were three straight plays with a the two of Kimbrough, I think, got two sacks and, and Hank got another one, like three yeah. straight plays. I mean, again, that's probably because you had, you know, an offensive line of group that's not 
a customer playing with one another. And, and so there's some miscommunication, unfamiliarity. Um, but defensively, we look strong. And I think, again, just kind of go back to that. Like at this point in the spring, that's a good thing. Your defense should look probably better than the offense does right now. Yeah. Yeah. I Look, I'm all for it. There's still room to grow. I, I still have questions on the linebacker. Obviously, we talked about Jeff Kantnarku, but – who are going to be the other guys, right? You've got two other linebacker spots and then kind of that um, that weird floater position, the, the Tyler Murray, the Austin Hall right. type of like hybrid safety yeah. position. Which like sounds like, what? I don't, I mean, I guess he was really playing more safety the other night, but Smoke Jones, Andrew. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was a good play. You said it was a flag. The refs didn't call it, but he had a good hit across the middle that broke up a pass. And I want to, TJ, I will tell you, they put it in the highlight video on the Twitter, the Memphis football Twitter, and it looks clean to me. I'll have to go back and watch it. It, it looked like he may have. Uh, I thought he timed it great. But that's a good. I mean, that's, you know, he, he seemed like he felt comfortable in that spot. So, yeah. Um, that's another guy to watch out for, like you said, in that sort of, I don't know, what do they call it? Like big cat spot or something? Yeah. It's it, been like a car like- or whatever, but. That hybrid. I think that they just straight up moved him to safety, though. Yeah, that's what I saw. I mean, Friday, that's what it looked like. Which, given that, you're kind of like, is he going to be able to get out there as a safety? I mean, I mean, he's fast. I get it. Simeon Blair. You got Joe Williams. You got Cam Smith. I mean, maybe it's just death. Maybe we'll see. No, yeah, we will see. Maybe Davian Mayo can get some run. He's played well for us since he's been here. You're talking about a backer out there, a linebacker. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, if you had to, if you had to say a starting three at at that second level, right there defensively. I mean, obviously Jeff. You go Chandler yeah. Martin and, and Mayo or sincere. Throw sincere no, out there. I think sincere has moved, and that kind of will lead us to something sincere. we've talked about. I think he is that he is Jalen Allen's backup now. I think he is purely that rush end. Right off the edge. I mean, he's like six four, two fifty. Like, I mean, he's a big. Yeah, team. yeah. They still I got think, him listed at linebacker, but we'll see. I got yeah, have and this Jaylen is still a project, listed. right? They're still they're yeah. still kind of moving people around, testing stuff. So I'm not shocked one bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I had to take a guess now. Uh, definitely Jeff at middle linebacker Chandler Martin. I would be shocked if he doesn't play just due to the fact that they brought him in. I mean, he was all conference, I think last year for his uh, uh, previous school and maybe someone between Davy and Mayo or CJ Johnson would be my best guess. Um, obviously the spring game was not helpful that instance because they broke up starters and you have no clue right. who's a starter and who's bouncing yeah. around or what. So, Yeah. Yeah, so you got linebacker sincere CJ, like you said, Jeff Chandler Martin, Davion Mayo, mm-hmm. Carmelo Overton. They still got Smoke Jones listed as a linebacker, but he was definitely playing DB for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the safe four are Chandler, Jeff, sincere, and and Davion. Yeah. Kind of as you're, you pencil in one of those. And even if one of them's not the starting, they're definitely getting getting reps yeah. for sure. 
All right. Anything else uh, stand out to you Friday night or anything you noticed or you were looking for? Yeah. Can we get I mean, Greg was... Gaston's mic fixed? Holy Toledo. Yeah, My dude interviewed brutal. 400 players on Friday. And I mean, you could only hear about every fourth word that was said, if that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, to answer your question, I mean, I, I think the, the, Elephant in the room is looking, watching the receivers, right? And you did not walk away with confidence, perhaps, right? I mean, we talked about like Humsey's big catch. Yeah, and That's Rock had really Rock it, had a right? good one. He had Rock had a good one down the sideline later in the game, right, where he caught one kind of falling out of bounds. It was also called pass interference, but he still made the catch, which is also like because oh, he yeah, had a yeah. couple of drops earlier, right, in the game that were not difficult catches by any means. Sure. It's just like a and we were talking about this, it seems like it's like a concentration or focus thing, right? Like he's able to, and he's done this for the last couple of years. I mean, I remember this as a yeah. freshman, right? He would make a one-handed catch across the middle, but drop like what he should have yeah. had three touchdowns at Central Florida two years ago. And they were just like in the breadbasket and he bobbled them into picks, but. Into picks in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, he, he's very capable. Um, yeah. But there are definitely times where it's like that's a very catchable, easy ball to make the play, and and it's dropped. And but then you know he made up for it, I guess, if you will, and and the the catch down the sideline ultimately that was the go ahead for uh, the blue team to pull out the victory. But uh, they're gonna. Uh, well, how do you? Let me ask you that they are. But that see that's the other like that's why I, like I wanted to see Toski so bad, right? Yeah. Like. That's a grown man, by the way. You know, if you told me today that Toski, Demir, and Rock are your kind of starting three, I don't, I mean, okay. I could take definitely Demir. He looks apart, right? Like Rock, I think he's very capable, but it's just like, I don't know enough about Dove. I hadn't seen a lot. And that's, so that's kind of what I was looking for going into Friday. Um, and I don't really feel like, to your point from that room that anybody else kind of stood out on Friday night. I mean, I will say dove from a production standpoint is coming with over a thousand yards career receiving. He's a big dude too. He is. is, I mean, he's six, two, 200 pounds. Like it's, he is a big, he looks at six, two. He looks bigger than that. He did look bigger than that. I agree. Um, I do think that they have, from a physical standpoint, a very good set of base receivers, depending on who you think is going to be there. Rock Taylor is a grown man. I mean, he is a very well 220 pounds, like 6'3", 220, very well built. Uh, Towski Dove is a very thick dude. Uh, um obviously kind of smaller and more uh, slight, I guess mm-hmm. is the word there. And then you have Skates. Skates is a big, long guy, big, long strider. Yeah. So if you're objective is to just overpower smaller defenders. Like you, you've got a good line to do that. And then you have two speedsters that can just kind of burn everything from wherever you put them. Right. So I, I yeah. think they have really good potential. I still don't think we're going to have a thousand yard receiver, which is fine. As long as we're winning games, like I'm not trying to be hella picky about, yeah. we need this Calvin Austin, 1000 yard receiver. We need this Anthony Miller, 1000 yard receiver. Everyone could have 600 yards, 500 yards. I don't give a dang. I don't give a dang that 
one guy hits a thousand yards, right? Seth's going to break 3000 yards passing, assuming he stays healthy. Knock on wood. That sounded Um, like aluminum. No, man, it's my laptop and can probably you heard tapping each other, but, um, yeah, like, I, I mean, from who you expect to start, I have no concerns on the offense, especially since they didn't look great during the spring game. I get why people may question it, but I, I think we're good. I hope so. Um, and I'm not – I don't necessarily think you have to have a 1,000-yard receiver, to your point. like You don't. You don't. If you got dudes that can catch the ball, we've already talked – Demir and Joe are both speedsters. Rock and uh, Toski are bigger-bodied guys. So, And it seemed like the other night they were trying to get uh, Jamari Hawkins involved quite a bit, so that yep. may be another guy to kind of watch out for. In that That's room definitely well. a guy to watch out for. Yeah. So let me ask you this from a, um, you know, obviously Ducker didn't play. Watson didn't suit up. What, what did you think Friday about the running back room? I mean, Sutton to Sutton, me, I'll say it. Sutton looks like the starter. Yeah. Sutton looks like that dude, but I, what do you want from a running back perspective? Right. I think the way it's going to work out is you're going to get Jay Ducker as the starter because he checks their boxes. There is a hole. He hits the hole. He doesn't fumble. He's not probably going to break a 40-yard run, but he's also going to do what you want him to do. And I think that's perfect for his role. Sutton has the ability to kind of slash and gash. He's got that speed. He can catch. He just he does everything that's exciting. Everything you wanted Kenny to do or everything that Kenny did, he is – Kenny-esque, essentially. So he kind of brings some of that, uh, the lightning portion of thunder and lightning. And I guess Jay Ducker is going to be your thunder in that situation. But... I don't know. How does how does Watson fit into that? And then, I mean, I'll be honest, Bull looked good too. Bull did look good. Bull also got the most carries. So he had the most opportunity to look good, right? Obviously very physically gifted, was at state before he came in. Surprisingly, working with a mismatch offensive line, like I'm pretty sure he had, he didn't have likes. Who did he have? Let me go back and look at that. He had, yeah, he did have likes, wasn't it? Yeah, he had the the Pounders, likes Carter, Gildahouse. Like, I mean, he's had guys that either are starters or, or have, have been mentioned. Yeah, yeah, exactly, or have played decent minutes. Like Gildahouse was pushing for a starting role last year. Yeah, at right tackle. So. Or maybe it was left tackle. I can't remember. But, I mean, these are proven guys. So he had a a decent line. Not a great line. Not all starters. But he definitely had a a line in front of him, and he showed that he could be productive. So, yeah, I I think it's another situation where we have three running backs, and then maybe one gets hurt, and you see another guy step up, which is a good thing. We we do have the production to do something like that. And you're not asking – you know, a true freshman or something like that to kind of come in and carry the rock. So, yeah, I just Sutton's fun as hell. That was the long way he to is. say that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. Sutton and Bull the other night, both on the blue team. That first drive, they marched you right down the field. Right, you didn't get a tutty, you got a field goal out of it. But like, I mean, that felt like a good one-two punch right there. Um, sure. and I'll say like. Ryan said this afterwards is like, they, they still got to find the dude in that room. Right. And I, 
I don't know. It's it's like an echo every year now, right? Because he said the same thing last year. It's like we need one, two guys to stand up. You got to know who your one and two are. And it's like, again, last year we were playing like five different dudes were getting carries. And then yeah. some games, Seth is your leading, both your leading attempts and yardage rusher. And it's like that is not a formula for winning football games. Sure. And that's nothing against Seth. That's just like you need a productive running game other than your quarterback scrambling to be successful on the football field. So I don't know. I just still worry that there's like we don't have that one and two dude that's going <laughs> to stand out. And we're going to get stuck in this situation where five, four or five guys are getting six to 10 carries a game. Yeah. And it's just like I don't I don't like that. And I doubt the running back room likes that. You can't get any sort of like <clears throat> deal for the game or like build any sort of like I don't know, fluid. Just momentum in just, general. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. So hopefully yeah. throughout the summer and in fall camp, Sutton or Watson, somebody like steps up and is clear one with a two right behind them. And those are your two guys. I mean, I think that's exactly how it's going to work. I would be shocked actually, if it doesn't come out as Ducker one. And honestly, I would say Watson two, And then they just use Sutton on the field spare. Like you see him at slot. You see him at that 20 spots. Yeah. Yes. You move him around the field wherever he can create a mismatch because he is so fast. Returning kicks. Returning kicks. Although they had Demir back there catching punts and stuff. So they had a lot of guys back there. I've seen, I've seen at least five or six different dudes back there returning kicks. Well, they better figure it out. I think, I think that we toyed at that last year where you put, seven different guys back there receiving kicks. Let's get somebody identified. We also saw a freaking 330-pound Malachi Breland and, and Josh White back there returning punts at spring game too. So, And that kid out of the band. That kid out of the band was struggling, my man. <laughs> he <laughs> has never done that before. Shout out to – hey, that's – I mean, I think – I forgot his name. I caught it, but yeah, I don't – it was like Jeffrey or something, but – Catching a punt is not the easiest thing. No. Especially under the lights. So no, tough. Definitely to judge. not easy. Uh, anything else, football? Uh, the only other thing, a little bit of news last week. It is officially official. Hmm. The stadium upgrades, arena upgrades yep. are in the budget for this year. Set to uh, begin at the after the conclusion of uh, the Liberty Bowl game, the bowl game. So, sure. towards the end of this year, um, I think it's three hundred and fifty from the state with uh, a big three fifty. Shout out Maverick um, with another three hundred ish, based on like tax yeah. plans. But that, my understanding. Is that the money from that? I think it's a rental car tax and then merchandising tax from sales within FedEx form for like a jaw jersey, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. And I think only, I think that money can only be used for the form on the form. So we still don't have a breakdown or understanding of exactly how much is going to go towards Simmons Bank. Obviously, from 
the initial announcement, they're looking between 150 and 200 to be able to do the full renovation. I am very hopeful that you get the full 200. You do the entire renovation, both sides. Um, but that was huge. So it's officially yeah. official a step in the right direction. I think Laird had a press conference about it. A couple of different people have spoken on it, but uh, obviously the hope is, you know, you're showing the investment in football with the end result of joining a power conference. I mean, Teed, you think it happens? Do I think what happens? The power conference happens. We get this, we get the most beautiful Simmons bank stadium in the land and then um, the Power Five comes a calling. I don't think so. No. So I do think that you are correct that the 350 is cash and then the rest is all tax incentives. I think you're spot on there. Uh, in terms of the Power Conference calling, the only way I see it happening is if Power Conferences are just expanding, right? It, it, something just happens, some, some trigger happens. And you're shaking your we head, didn't, but because I had your pessimism is no, it, and hear me out. It, it has nothing to do with the stadium, and I don't think it ever had anything to do with the stadium. It could be brand TJ, new, you could take production. We are investing in football, that's what people have told us to do. We're gonna have the most beautiful, haloed stadium in all the land. It's gonna look like a European soccer stadium, Trey. All that matters. There are the numbers. Who's watching your games? I know. Well, people it's, are going to want to turn the TV on and look at that stadium. It's, it's the financial aspect of it all. You are nothing but a number to these conferences. They don't really care about you as a school, as a city. It's just the numbers. So unless a conference is just naturally expanding, let's say we'll use the Big 12, even though personally I say – Can we take the 350 mill in cash and just buy our way in? No, that's not how that works. <laughs> not how that works. Um, You're no, killing I, me. I, I Yes, I understand. But this is just how I'm naturally built out. Like, I, I just don't foresee it happening unless another trigger or another domino falls. And they're like, oh, shit, we have to add another team. Where can we go? Where's the next biggest market available? Kind of situation. And I, you said SMU makes earlier, more sense. And now I you're know. dropping S-bombs. Uh, what are you going to do? Kenny's gonna have to mark this as freaking R-rated. No, I just or whatever. If I look at the numbers and say what school makes more sense, it's more than likely going to be a California school, depending on what conference is calling. If it's Big Twelve, obviously a, a California school. ACC is not going to go to a California school. They would probably look right. at at us because we have history of Florida State and Louisville, mm, Virginia they don't Tech. Care about that. They don't care about that. They I care about they what market it's all can help money me. and eyeballs. All right, fine. You've talked me out of it. I was getting excited. Now Sorry. it doesn't matter. Forget the stadium. Who cares? What's the point? No, don't forget. Why are the we stadium. even doing this? Why are we recording a podcast right now? Memphis Athletics is dead. Thanks, TJ. All right, we'll see you guys later. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Only if you sing this right now. I don't want to wake up my son or I would. Fine. All right. Forget the stadium stuff. What, anything else football related? We had a couple portalers 
Noah Grant, yeah. boom, out of here. But <laughs> we told you about that last week when you got your uh, kickoff specialist. Yeah. yeah. Antoine Barham at the portal. Uh, Who? Antoine? Antoine Barham Jr. AJ Barham, whatever you want to call him. Uh, linebacker He's kind of from been away. From, he's been away from the yeah. team for a little bit, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of left the team earlier this year, kind of under wraps, and I think just kind of stuck around to hit the portal kind of situation. Not waited, sure what's going to happen. Till that, waited till that window opened up. Yeah, not sure what's going to happen there. He's from Milan. He's Milan's probably closer to Martin than it is Memphis. We're probably maybe in the middle. No, that's closer to Martin. But at this point, and it kind of plays in the next part, I would be shocked if it doesn't end up at MTSU because that's where everyone goes. Half of our roster that's left goes there. Yeah, James Stewart I mean, and Tyrell Raby both committed at MTSU. Uh, University Tate. of Memphis Murfreesboro. Yeah, Jeremy Tate, uh, wide receiver last two years ago, or last year, I can't remember. He's at MTSU. Jace Yurdy was a uh, JUCO tight end we pulled in. His brother Wes is on staff here. Uh, Yurdy left. He hit the portal. He's at MTSU. I mean, it was just like a, a feeder school for MTSU at this point. Yeah, I mean, what is going on? Yeah, we got to do uh, all right, I think that's it for football. Let's jump into basketball. There's been basketball news, Teach. You had mentioned it last week, and our boy Jaden Bradley. And then, sure enough, I mean, not two days after we recorded that, smoke starts a smoking. Jaden's coming to visit, and all I mean, signs were pointing to a visit. That went well. He was with Penny Courtside at the Grizz Lakers playoff game. Uh, we were expecting, you know, Penny wants a guy and he gets him on campus. Odds are in his favor <laughs> that the guy's committing. And we haven't gotten a commitment. Are you worried? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think that's the only answer. I'm worried. Yeah. Um, look, he's obviously a talent, right? We saw him average what I think it was like six and three. I'm not gonna lie, I thought you just said he's obviously Italian, and I was like, I don't think that Jaden Bradley is Italian. Italian, he's Italian, Italian. No, man, Uh, no, he is a talented player. Uh, he was a four star top. 30-ish kid. Probably I'll tell you this. His year. Evan Maya's got him as, I think, number nine overall in the transfer portal. There are 1,200 <laughs> transfer portal kids. Jaden Bradley's number nine by Evan Maya's standards. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Sorry, he's he up to eight. He moved up. Musa Cisse oh. is nine, though. Give me both of them. Uh, yeah, six and, six and three. So what I was saying was nothing groundbreaking, right? Penny needs a point guard. Go grab yeah. the best one available. I mean, I, this isn't shocking. Yes, I was. If you brought Bradley in at the one, Mills at the two, I was all about it. Sure. And Sign I think that comes with our insecurities on up. what we think Mills is as a point guard. I mean, I think he's capable. But I that. What do you mean by that? Like capable? He can handle the ball. He can. He's a he has a high assist rate, so he can facilitate. Like, but I just I think he's better as a two, a scoring two. 
the more I think about it, he's not really like he's kind of bounced around as a shooter. He being Mills, he's kind of bounced around round as a shooter. I think I'd rather. What do you mean by that? His hand bounced around, around as a shooter. He had a really bad year last year from three, if I remember correctly. And yeah, I wouldn't say the year before. Really I think he was up to thirty six. I think thirty six is the like the like the cutoff of a good shooter and bad shooter, right? Is that where we? I mean, he shot okay. So in three years, because I'm not counting the four games he played at Houston two years ago, sure. he shot 36.5% from three, 35.3%, very consistent. And then last year it was down a little bit, 294 But I'm not holding that against him. My man said down a little bit. <laughs> Dude, down a little bit, 29%? I am. It's he's down six percent, two fifty something. I I can get out there and shoot twenty nine percent from where? From tree? No. Uh, you couldn't shoot twenty nine percent from the free throw line. You may not shoot twenty nine percent with so the left handed layup. Dude, I'm so bad at basketball. It's so true. Why you got to bury me like this? Is it cut? Are you taking shots Guys, at me we've because played... I talked you off? We've played three on three in the driveway at my house before. And I kid you not, TJ was all time screener. You know how you have like an all time QB in touch football? TJ was all time screener. So we had three V three, but whoever was on <laughs> offense has TJ as a fourth setting screens. It was great. And he Dude. was wearing Birkenstock. Clearing so the he, path. Yeah. Clearing the path. All right, all that to say, yes, he had a down year from three, but I'm not I will take the two years prior to that as more of a realistic yeah. expectation. He's probably somewhere in between. You know, I think if we want to chalk him up as anything, we'll say he's a thirty four percent three point shooter, which is fine. And a half. Give it to me. That's fine. I rounded it up thirty four, yeah. Yeah. Um and that's fine. I, I think if you could do worse than Caleb Mills being your starting point guard. Let's get that out in the open. You could do much worse than that. But I think you could obviously do much better. And that starts with Jaden Bradley. Yeah. Right. And if you are someone that believes Twitter rumors and you you preach the Twitter Bible, it's NIL based. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like hearing that either. And I I mean, part of me wonders if it's that we can't get what he's asking for or if he's asking for more than we think he's worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, at a, some no, point, you got to be like, mm, yeah, we want you, but it's not worth that. Like, let me redistribute that somewhere else and, and maybe get two other guys for whatever you're asking for that can be contributors. Because – Shoot, TJ, we got – I mean, I don't even know how to count our scholarship situation. Is Malcolm back? I don't know. Is Jaden a walk-on? I don't know. J-Law just hit the portal. What the hell's going on? We were told that they were both staying in the, their situation. They had no better situation yeah. than being with Penny. Now Jonathan Lawson's in the portal, which I hate. I will I don't believe remember that one. you. Ba-da-da-da-da. Will you reach? Shout out to Jay Law. I'm going to miss him. That I is wanted a, him back. That's another sh- 
crappy situation for Penny. Because Jay, you know Jonathan's like, hey, I'm going to hit the portal. I just want to test the water, see what's out there. Who who will come calling, right? Is there a better situation for me? Because if you're Penny, you're like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with us? Staying home. But like I kind of The other get part of that is like, is it, was it J-Law's decision? Or was Penny like, hey, I don't know. Maybe J-Law saw the writing on the wall. You've brought in Leonard. You've brought in Mills. You've brought in um, who am I missing? Jordan, uh, but he's not taking minutes from, from the wing. J-Law. I mean, Sharon Font. I'm not going to cross it out. I'm high. On anyway, him. it's you know, is he seeing that he's going to struggle to get minutes given who Penny's sure. already brought in? Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely get it from his. And outside of that, like you say, testing the waters, but let's be real. Like people test the waters before they put their name in. Let's don't act like people aren't reaching out. Like, hey, you got interest? Before, I've heard I heard some people today say like he's just entering in to see, you know, what's out there. But it's like, you know, that kind of stuff happens. You know, behind 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 people's backs before portal entries are made. Sure, I don't don't know how accurate that is. That family is well connected in basketball circles. It's not like, yeah, it's not like Jonathan Lawson needs to hit the portal for people to know his name by any means. Yeah, or for him to like gauge interest of programs that would take him. I do think that it's interesting that it's it's uh, Keelan has said that Chandler is staying though. Yeah, I was gonna ask between the two Lawsons, and I hate like. I don't want to pit them against each other by any means, but like who would you rather have between the two? Mm-hmm. I'll let you think. I've I've made my piece known. I was very high on Chandler at the end of the year. I thought he made several really big plays defensively. Uh he started stretching the floor. He gives you that leadership that this team is likely not going to have and a little bit of consistency that I think they need from a senior leader. So yeah. for me, I'm going I'm going Chandler personally, and that's nothing against Jonathan because I think he is a freak show talent. I'm just worried that he is not going to be able to unleash and, and kind of show that potential that he has. I think it's, it's a good question, and it's interesting. From a long-term yeah. ceiling, J-Law has much more upside. I think if he was here, I mean, he's got more time sure. in front of him. He's got, what, three years left? So, like, yeah. just from that standpoint alone. And I think he's got just offensively. I mean, he needs some work defensively, but, like, I think there's more upside there. Sure. I think he could be a more productive player. But to your point, for next year's team, Chandler gives you a little bit of that, like, familiarity with the program, a leadership aspect. Later in the year, I mean, he was knocking down three balls. He was grabbing boards like he was doing things you need him to do. He's not going to come out and be like a 20 and mm-hmm. 10 guy. But he's when he's on the floor, he was going to give you solid minutes. And I think given what the roster looks like right now, you're fine at the wing. It's a little bit crowded. So from that standpoint, I'm like, we're thin in the front court. You need Chandler right now more than you probably need Jonathan, which feels weird to say, but because I, I mean, 
I don't think you're done in the front court. So like we could ask this question again in a month and it could be, I could be like, I wish Jonathan was here. Right. So like, yeah, I think right now, just immediate future for next year. I could see where you're coming from with, with Chandler being the one that's back. Yeah. Although and I would have loved to have Jonathan back on the team. I want them both back. Honestly. I but. think Jonathan could have made a, a big leap going into next year. Mm, at what position? Put him at the three. You think he's a three? I, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, I don't know. I think I'd rather have a two because that's some serious size there. I don't. What are you? Why are you talking about position number? You're Mister Positionless. I, I am. What's the matter? Guarding their shooting guard. You think he wanted to bring the ball up more, and that's what's going on? Yes. They brought in Pierre. He's going to be a point forward. Caleb's going to be the one. Maybe that's what's happening. I do think part of it thinks part of me thinks that that is a part of it in general. Like I think that he believes he can play on the ball more. And I'm not saying he can't, but it's more so I think he wants to be more involved. He doesn't want to be a catch-and-shoot guy, which is kind of what he turned into for a minute there. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, I I mean, <laughs> let's be real. He shot like 42% last year as sort of a catch-and-shoot three-point dude. Yeah. And but were the attempts? there's the a attempts difference in low. just a straight-up catch-and-shoot three-point and a real like true three-and-D which he's not oh, a yeah. three and D build by any means. And I think he's more talented than that, but like mm-hmm. the D side of that wasn't there. So it was really just like a three and that's it. No. And I mean, I think he is somebody that if he wants to be a three or play on the wing, however you want to word it, um, if he could add 10 pounds of like good size to him, I think he may have a shot there. I'm worried though, because he is kind of, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this. He, he's kind of slow, right? It's just kind of like that Lawson trend. Yeah, and not saying they're like slow because they're so talented. The whole family has been so talented, but like, yeah, they've always just seemed like that tick too they slow. Are, they are good basketball players, high IQ, I think. But there is some, like, yeah, it's weird. Not, it's like lateral slowness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not like straight line slow or running slow, but just like footwork slow. Yeah, I'm know. with you. I it. So my my whole point was add just a little bit of size to the frame. I know he's still so young, so he's got. I mean, the dude could add twenty pounds in a year for all we know. But I think if he could add some a little more mass to him. I mean, maybe he doesn't get blown off a block. I mean, there, there's just so much potential there that maybe adding some size, I think, kind of benefits that. Yeah, and who knows? If he truly is testing the waters, like some people have said, again, in a couple of weeks, he may be yeah. back. I don't know. Um, I will say this. I've looked at the sausage maker over at Bartorvik. They've already taken – uh Taking J Law off, and we have fallen, TJ. I think we were what forty second last week yeah. with our current roster. We are now at fiftieth. Right. We are going the wrong direction. But mm. in Penny, we trust. Right behind your head, 
he's got a plan. I know he's figuring things out. How many scholarships do we have right now? I really don't know. Like I've been trying to scream at you guys for I don't know how long. Ashton, Jaden, those are your walk-ons. Even I'm not include them. They have scholies. How many do you have? Um, we ain't even talked about Ty Lars officially decommitted out of here, and his wording on that was weird. Open recruitment. It's like mm, prep school. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to have to go that prep school. Because what, I mean, he was down to us, NC State and Seton Hall? Is Seton that right? Hall, yeah. I mean, if you don't have the credits to get into Memphis, I don't think you're getting into NC State or Seton Hall. NC State, right? Uh, I'm going to say three. I think you're going to have three. You're going to have the Tyler. Maybe I'm jumping the gun here. The Mikey. Just throwing that out there. And, and my third one? hear me out is either going to be Malcolm or JJ. I don't think he get open. You're saying open. Yes. I just, I can't see a situation. You think JJ, you you think if if Mikey doesn't. Okay. That's what I was going to say. But also I I have no, you think you get one or the other. You think either JJ or Mikey will be on the team next year. No, I would, I kind of want JJ to come because, like, I don't I don't like the idea that he just got a scholarship because he's Mikey's roommate and friend. I don't like that. I mean, this dude was like top five. Some people know. have said JJ was the one that ratted Mikey out. Dude, I freaking we talked about that in the Discord. I was like, how long until we found out JJ snitched? Ha ha ha! And someone sent the link. They were like, too late. That's already happened. And I was like, dang, dude, I was kidding. But like, so maybe JJ does come and Mikey's out of here. I don't know, dude. So let me ask you this. If you're Penny Hardaway right now, he said this last week, Mikey, his expectation is Mikey. He's still with Mikey. You cut ties with Mikey now? Given what happened Thursday, he was added. They added a sixth felony charge Thursday in his initial court hearing. No, I was out on Mikey like a month ago. Yeah, I didn't I even need he, the felony to be in on to be out think, on Mikey. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a personal thing. That's a TJ thing. But yeah, yeah, you got to cut ties. Open up the scully. I hate that because it, it does seem like you are that Penny's given up on a kid kind of situation. If that happens, and we have seen him kind of work with these guys, I don't want to say as like a reclamation project, but we've seen him stick with Imani through thick and thin. Right through Imani's whole situation, the the back issues, that whole situation, he rode with them, then played them in, in late into the conference, into the playoff. Like it was just, we have seen him take the side of the highly skilled player, because like from a player's perspective, if you are a coach who just abandons a guy once he hits some problems, probably not the best look, right? You want to know that your coach has your back. So I, I get that he is riding with Mikey here. Yeah, but like. But also, I don't think he's actually riding with Mikey here. Chemistry and back issues is a little bit different than firing guns at people. But. Yeah. Whatever. Innocent. Until I think you do. I think you got to cut right. ties and, and move on and get something in the portal. There are. Yeah. I mean. We got what, TJ? What is it? May 11th. The portal closes. May 11th. We still closes. got like. 
We still got two full weeks of portalness. Yeah, man. 17 days for dudes to hit the portal. I mean, that's crazy to think about. There could still be somebody out there that hasn't entered yet that is an absolute game changer. I think D. Grum said this in the Discord earlier today. I mean, at this point last year, Katie had just committed two days ago. So, like, there's still a lot of time left in this portal game. And I'll ask you this. This popped up in the Discord. Do you like this new reality of college athletics with the portal mm. and the craziness? And Do I like it? It's or fun. Or do you miss it... the way that it used to be? I do. Yes, it does. It is fun. It makes for us to be able to have content year round. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of it. Sure. But it's also a little bit frustrating to like rebuild a team mm. every year. I mean, you think about the run that we had with Cal and the Larenberg dudes. Like, you're not getting that anymore. Where you get a class that comes in, sticks together for three years, makes a national title, like, we're rebuilding every year. That's just the reality. Yeah, I'm, trying of it. To, I'm trying to think. Like, I like it in the sense that all of this stuff that's happening was already happening behind the scenes. So now it's just out in the open, right? Maybe not like the total financial numbers, right? Well, like, I don't was, think like Nigel yeah. Peck's getting $800,000 in a real world. And I don't necessarily NIL. mean just the NIL stuff either. I, I'm talking like just straight transfer portal and this free transfer, like, yeah, no, I'm 1,200 kids in the portal. I'm completely fine with that because if you are Penny Hardaway, Penny is a bad example. If you are Chris Beard, oh, she's Chris Beard. If you're Chris Beard, he has one decent season at Ole Miss and Virginia opens up because Tony Bennett is a fraud. Virginia could pay some heavy quan. Like at any point in time, you could. As a player, you can commit to Chris Beard to play. You're, you're committing to Chris Beard. He's right? Let's get gone. that up. And he's yeah. gone. You're not committing to Ole Miss. Like, yes, you may be committing yeah. to Ole Miss, but like you're actually committing to Chris Beard. And yeah. at any point in time, he's gone. And in a scenario where the portal doesn't exist, you're just stuck there. Like, what? This dude can leave at any time and I have to be stuck here? Like, here, Oxford? No. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Nothing against yeah. Oxford, by the way. Yeah. You get my point. Oxford defeated Morgan Wallen last night. I don't know if you saw that. Dude, Dude canceled his concert eight minutes before he's supposed to go on stage. I was following that because it was getting blown up on Twitter. I was. It gave me PTSD from the Memphis Tennessee game two years ago. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, so, and he's a Tennessee guy, so Tennessee fans can now shut the hell up about us canceling that game because Morgan will have just canceled his current his concert eight minutes before he's supposed to go on stage. Well, All I, right, Deej, the portal is live; it's active. We got two more weeks of it. We'll see what happens. I mean, between right now, Monday, April twenty fourth, and next Monday, who knows? We could have three. Next new- Monday, that's not right. No, no, I'm just saying our next episode. We could okay. have a totally new, not totally new roster, but we, I mean, you could have three new guys on the team for all we know. Yeah. Give me this freaking Rage Dennis is his name. 
I'm not saying this is happening. This is not me projecting anything. Ray, Ray I mean, J, did it last Ray, week. Dennis. I, no, I mean, I was just stating the obvious, right? You just find the best player and go grab him. This dude is a point guard for Toledo, average 19 and six and six assists. So you got 20 and six, which is absurd from a point guard. And he's shooting 37% from three on four attempts. Granted, that's at Toledo. He would be a junior, a senior transfer. I mean, so if, if he can put the ball in the hoop, he can put the ball in the hoop. He could hit the portal at any time. Okay. Like, I wish I could tell Kenny just to throw some stats up here and see this guy. Six two point guard, twenty and six. Like, what are we talking about? Like, that'd be great. And you could still get that in two weeks from now. It's absurd. So yeah. I don't know. You got plenty of time. A lot of time. Trust in Penny. All right, Tej, let's uh let's natch it up. It's good, man. I'll be let's be honest with the people. We have actually had this before. one of those little pinwheel things. We I crushed mine on accident. I didn't mean to. We've had this beer before. It was probably the first episode we've ever filmed. And I thought I was recording with my mic and I was recording with my laptop. And I kept muting the mic to burp. I was actually muted. I actually hit the thing and I was like, Bleh, burp. And then turns out I was not muting myself and I was just ripping burps the entire episode and like completely ruined the audio. And, We've already uh, had this. Yeah. I think this is the first beer we ever did like circa 2021 or whatever that was. Really? I think so. I'm pretty sure this is the one. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that was the beer we had the, the burping episode where Kenny Texas was like, this dude was just ripping burps the entire time. It was unusable. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's never been released to the public. Correct. No, no, no. And that was literally 2021, I feel like. Um, I didn't love this beer, to be honest. Oh, really, dude? I like it. Crushed. Mine, it tastes, and I don't, I mean, I'm done with it. It's got a weird after, hmm. I don't know. Okay. It tastes like something familiar, but I can't pick out what it is we can, uh different strokes different folks i get it man uh the story that we were talking about earlier though so natch was a bear that was chained up in overton park which seems absolutely wild and uh colonel robert galloway started raising funds to give him a shelter and then ended up using that money and supplemented with some of his own money and some from the Parks Commission to open what is now the Memphis Zoo in 1906, where Natch and a couple of other abandoned wild animals were the first animals in the Memphis Zoo. So shout out to uh, Natch. So you know, man. Uh, I mean, it's a fine beer. I don't know that I would run downstairs and grab another one right now. It is... Uh, the mm. can, it's okay. I kind of like the can. There's a lot of simplicity to it. Again, I actually crushed mine, so just yeah. disregard that. Yeah, I don't know why you did. Is that what is when you knocked on it? No, I was drinking the can, and I went to put it between my leg and this chair next to me, and I kind of crushed it a little bit. It's riding a, tri- a tricycle with, what's that thing called, a pinwheel? 
That's not a tricycle. That is two wheels, my man. That is a bicycle. I just assumed that there was another one on the other side because I don't know how you ride that a with a dog. big wheel and a little one. Um, on bicycle. The can's okay. I'm going to go like 6.6 six on the can. Uh, yeah. Uh, that This bike is called a Penny Farthing, by the way. Excuse that, me? Uh, Penny farthing, like farting, but with an H after the T. Farthing. What do you want from me? Uh, I like the can. I like think it is. Hardaway? Maybe. I don't wow. have any yeah, a high wheeler. Okay, I've seen this. Can you imagine riding that thing? No. No. These things. I'm not pretty good at riding bikes, but no. Um, would you give the can? This is a safety bicycle because of the reduced danger of falling. I don't believe that. I'm now falling from five feet as opposed to just two feet. Yeah, I don't understand how that's. Would you rate the falling. can? Not falling. Six, six. Six. I like it a little bit better than that. Um, only because I like the little blue lines. I like the little paint stripe situation going on there. Um, and maybe this is slightly biased for me. I'll give it a little extra oomph because I actually like the Hampline Brewing Room. It's kind of small and kind of hidden. Um, I'll say a six eight, maybe a six nine. I'll say six nine. I kind of bounced around. I'll say six nine. Uh, nice, nice. You did not love the beer. I did like the beer. I think this is delicious. I would definitely drink multiple of these. Um. I kind of see what you're talking about with the aftertaste, kind of. I didn't really have that issue with mine, but I can, I can kind of see what you're talking about there. I'm going to say... It may also seven. be because I bought this and then we went to dinner, and so it sat in the car and got a little bit warmer, I think. I think I need to redo this beer and have it ice cold. Yeah, man. Mine's been sitting in the fridge for a couple months, I feel like, so... Uh, I'm going to see like a 7-7. Seven, seven. I like it. I can definitely drink multiple of them. Yeah, pretty good. I was going to, I'm going 6 9, your can score. Nice. Nice. With with an asterisk that I need to retry it at the appropriate temperature. Put that in your notes. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll notate that. Yeah, All right, Teach. Who knows between now and next week, portaling. Who knows where we'll be? Who knows what kind of news we'll get? Will we have reclass news next week? I don't know. We didn't even get into that this week. We got some reclass stuff we need to talk about. Dang, my man Rage Dennis hit the hit. He's going to the draft. I blew it. Oh wow! Is he? He's doing it and throwing away his college eligibility. I guess so. I mean, dude, statistically, look great. That is a perfect penny attack guy. Hey, go don't be, count go out. Go make penny. some money, dude. Maybe, maybe penny, will, penny can be some magic. Elon. All right. Till next week. Come with the cold beer straight for that takes. Peace.